Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. Hi. 
from the center of the galaxy, this is a Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsock. And I'm Joseph Scrimshaw, and we are here to do some Force Center reacting, right, Ken? We are. This is the special edition of the show that we've done since, well, quite frankly, the beginning of Force Center. We have these uh, main shows, and we, you know, you number them, and you track your numbers on a chart, and hope you get it all right. And this is the 16th time that we've done a Force Center reacts, and what that means is when there's some kind of news that drops that we can get to, and don't want to wait to a news and cues show or push it, we want to react and dive in right here, right now. The last time we did it was a little Kenobi Sizzler, uh, not the not the old restaurant where you can get a steak, but the Sizzle. Sizzle. Uh, and uh, this time it is the Obi-Wan Kenobi teaser poster and release date. This dropped uh, literally moments after Joseph and I were recording our book of Boba Fett chapter seven uh, discussion. And hey, the news continues, Joseph. We are diving into Kenobi. Yes, and I am thrilled. I love talking all things Kenobi, and I love this new uh, term you've coined of a Kenobi sizzler. And I'm going <laughs> to think of that every time I watch the scene in A New Hope, <laughs> where he he uh, chops away at Ponda Baba and Dr. Evans, and I'm going to say, that is a Kenobi sizzler right there. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Hot. Uh, we are going to get into this poster and the premiere date of May 25th. We're going to talk about the poster first. Ken, I have it up here on my computer as we are recording. It is a thing of beauty in my opinion, uh, but I'm going to describe it. We see at the top of the poster a cloudy, perhaps slightly tortured sky with setting or rising suns of Tatooine in the background. Uh, there is large rippling dunes and seas of sand it looks like things are a blowing and then striding across these moving sands robes billowing is jedi in exile obi-wan kenobi with what appears to be a lightsaber in his hand there have been many zoom ins already <laughs> and at the bottom under this striking image is the text star wars obi-wan kenobi with the eye of kenobi in the shape of kenobi's lightsaber hilt then the release date at the bottom, original series, May 25th, only on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Ken, do you feel this is an accurate representation of the poster, or have I wandered astray? <laughs> no, you, you've done a great job. And as you're talking, I have it on the desktop there, but I brought it up on Instagram, the stars, so I can do a zoom in. I really haven't had a done, d done a zoom in yet. Oh, there it is. Yep, that's definitely a lightsaber. Oh, you're right. You're on it. Yeah. But is it Anakin's is the question that has oh, been uh, yeah. <laughs> echoing. I think uh, people are just so desperate for information, for clues, right? Like mm -hmm. whose shoes might he be wearing? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a it's an interesting question uh, about the lightsaber in his hand. And we'll get to that. But I want to start with the big picture. Ken, for you, do you like this poster? Is it effective? And if so, why? I want this one on my wall, my refrigerator in the garage. <laughs> I'll get it tattooed. I don't even have tattoos. I really love it. I really love it. It makes me think of that famous Phantom Menace teaser poster. Mm. Uh, and in and, and, and the way that it's just, it's simple, it's direct, it's a character, it's a setting, and we're going to fill in the rest. And I mean it in the best way, right? It just brings up emotions. Uh, it's a little piece of uh, Star Wars promotional art. Yeah, I think I, I was really struck by it and really enjoy it in some ways because it is this great mix of the new and old within Star Wars, but in specific, the new and old of this idea. I think fans have been fascinated with the idea of what is Kenobi's life like when he is just the, uh, he's still a Jedi, but he's still a hermit in the desert of Tatooine. And we've seen so many of these images from 
comic books to the cover of the uh, now Legends Kenobi novel to comic books, right? We've seen lots of versions of this. There are action figures. You have that huge, what, sideshow collectible, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. basically trying to capture the spirit of what's it like when he's kind of half Jedi, half hermit, right? Mm. So there's a world to me where this poster is like, that's so cool, but we've been here before. This one feels fresh. It feels different. Um, I, I think um, I can get into more opinions about this when we talk about the emotional story, but there's movement and tension in this. So it's it's got that great uh, old idea that we've talked about forever of what is Kenobi's life like in the desert, but there's something new and fresh about this actual image. Yeah, you said that key word, movement, there. Uh, I'll talk about one of my big um, uh, complaints to the poster a little bit later on, and it's a positive <laughs> complaint. Uh, but this is uh, for a series that we, meaning you, me, Joseph, even Jennifer back in the day, joking about an old man in the desert series or movie. Uh, this is full of, uh, if that old man is in the desert, he's moving and grooving through this part of his life. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I posted a joke on Twitter, and it's a it's a joke, but it is also uh, a little bit uh, true for me. Of like, I really do imagine like Vader seeing this, <laughs> it, like knowing Vader's going to be a part of the show. This you know confirmed, announced. Hayden Christensen is cast. This isn't going to be Obi Wan just uh, deals with some pirates who steal water. You know, yeah. uh, this is Vader's shadow is in this poster. I just imagine Vader looking at this and like, oh. He, Kenobi's coming for me and look at those sands blowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can feel uh, Vader's frustration looking at this poster. <laughs> it's everything I hate. Yes, my two greatest adversaries, Kenobi and Sand. Uh, but, and I, you know, we joke about the sand line, but that is a mm-hmm. part of the whole Tatooine story to me of, you know, not only is Luke with family, Luke is at the site of a trauma for Vader, a place that mm-hmm. Vader would prefer not to go, right? Absolutely. So what emotional story, I indicated a little bit of what, what I was thinking with the movement, uh, but what emotional story do you feel is being told in this very uh, simple poster? I, this idea, again, going with this movement and everything, this is a, this is a man still searching, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's what I love about the when, when I saw this pop up yesterday, and, and you, you and I, it was funny, you and I were actually on still on uh, this uh, Zencaster and I saw the email come across from Disney press and I was like, Oh, 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 Oh. So we both had an actual real reaction as we opened our emails <laughs> over. Uh, and it's just, you just go from there and it's like, and, and, and he's in the distance, put a pin in that one there, put, uh, but he's in the distance. He's moving towards us. He's not sitting around. He's still just like, I keep going back to this idea that, uh, that he is searching. Uh, and this is just a teaser poster. I know I'm having a lot of fun digging into this, but that's the key. This inspired a lot of fun for a series that uh, I've been waiting for for so long, but also you know, don't know exactly what they're going to do. All these wild cast rumors and cast confirmations uh, meeting up with this idea. I've always thought of uh, Kenobi at a campfire is something I've always just wanted to see for a while. We got a little bit of Rebels, but so it, it's 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 even moving me from uh, past that idea I had of uh, maybe he just sits and contemplates. He's going into action here in a lot of ways. He's, he's still search, searches for answers. 
Yeah, no, I love what you're saying about searching for answers. And, and I think that sometimes uh, a fun thing in the fandom is to like really zoom in and see if there's, you know, a, an actual plot clue in the fold of a cape, right? <laughs> or is that, hey, that shadowy, uh, you know, thing in the background, is that Boba Fett's ship? That's a thing we've done a lot with posters, <laughs> with trailers. Um, and I think there's there's kind of like a fun silliness of like, yeah, the poster's maybe not going to have a ton of hints about the yeah. plot yeah. but the entire intent of artwork is to tell a visual story and make you feel something um so i don't feel like i'm going super off the deep end by <laughs> being really fascinated by the emotional story that i feel like this poster is is uh telling and for me i feel like this poster uh, you know could be called star wars uh colon obi-wan kenobi colon unfinished business like <laughs> yeah that's what the movement is about to me and it's everywhere right uh it's a sunset or a sunrise but there's there's darkness in the clouds there's a little bit of turmoil uh, the sand you know recedes into a, a darkness so it has that sense of right in the middle is this burst of light but kind of either side is you know being sandwiched in uh, uh by the ominous um but we've seen so many images of Tatooine and I don't know that I've ever seen an image like this. That's like kind of mid low level, uh, sandstorm where you like, you look at it yeah, yeah. and you can feel like if you've ever like been on a beach or in a desert, when it's moving like that, you can feel it. The kernels moving and, and biting at your ankles, right? There's yeah. a sense of like agitation to that sand. And then everything that's going on with his figure that he's, He's literally on the move, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Kenobi's saying about Anakin always on the move. Now here he is on the on the poster, mid stride, looking off. Uh, you know, not like staring down the camera like it's a Vanity Fair pose, like a lot of promotional posters of characters can be. He's yeah. thinking about something. He's reacting to something. Uh, the fact that his the way his robes are billowing are like it's both cool, but also like he just crashed a speeder right there's something like unsettled about even the robes being half off and then you know whether we want to analyze whose saber is it and what does that mean the fact that he has a an un what appears to be an unignited saber in his hand also has this feeling of something is about to happen um and in final thing for me the fact that he is in the distance uh, but he's not stationary, right? He is moving yes. toward the viewer, has this great sort of like, uh, I am heading toward something. Uh, I am yeah. heading toward this unfinished business I need to deal with. Yeah, no, this is a great uh, just look at, uh, at how this all adds up to, to that emotion of feeling, the reaction uh, that, that you, you and I both have, and many are having to this. I love you highlighting the, the wind uh, blown across the sand. We need Jira to t tell uh, Obi-Wan a storm's <laughs> a coming here. Uh, and that's kind of the way I, I, I feel, uh, too. It's, it's, it's a beautiful shot, right? Yeah, Tatooine, I don't know how many times you get to stop and say Tatooine's pretty you know it's not known for that it's known for dusty dirty lived in place of crime now hopefully that cycle's been broken thank you boba fett all that stuff but yeah this is uh uh it's uh the beauty and and, and the story that's uh uh moving uh, at us here too yeah anyways i, I just i'm someone who grew up on the beach uh, and had a lot of sand blown in your face this this, this also brings some of those feelings too it's not always fun yeah yeah and then uh, zooming in, it, it is great to see that he's got a little bit of that sort of Jedi robe. But then, like, yeah, just kind of uh, a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> just went to H&M. Got yeah. himself desert wear. 
here. He looks like he's got a fun space uh, fanny pack, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? I have zoomed a super in, and it's very it's very bitmappy. It's suddenly like very yeah. early internet <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi that I'm looking at here. I expect yeah. him to be a dancing gif at this point. Very yeah. early dancing gif. Um, what do you feel about the the lightsaber? Are you intrigued by trying to zoom in and see whose is it? Are you looking for a clue? Uh, what are your lightsaber thoughts? Uh, my lightsaber thoughts are, uh, if I was going to straight up predict, I, I do still think it's his. Uh, and that Anakin's is always going to be locked away uh, safely until the time. But um, also, you know, again, don't know. That's why we have fun speculating around these parts. But again, um, the fact that it's out, there's a danger to that. Uh, what is part of his mission? What isn't part of his mission? What is begging for him to get involved uh, in, in, and what does he not want to get involved in, but, but kind of maybe feels he should, are there pirates? Is there water mm-hmm. being stolen? Is there an inquisitor in the, on the ground? Like, uh, I love that idea. Like you said, he's looking off and has that uh, weapon that is so key to his life there uh, with him. And, and he's got to decide how best to go forward, how best to use it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. I think for me, like on the poster, it's just fun fan speculation of could that be uh, Anakin's lightsaber? Does that mean anything? You know, is a I I think this is a promotional poster telling an emotional story. I don't think this is a scene Mm -hmm, (laughs) from mm -hmm. the show. But if if you do imagine it as Anakin, it evokes things of like, is this, you know, uh, is this him walking to the Lars homestead trying one more time to see if (laughs) Owen will let him give the saber to Luke. Uh, I think probably not. I I think where my mind goes about the idea of Obi-Wan walking around with Anakin's lightsaber is if he is making his choice to say, I didn't save Anakin or stop Vader. I should have done one of the, uh, one or the other, because this kind of half finished job is hurting the galaxy. And, um, It is intriguing to me that if he makes a very conscious choice to track down Vader, that he would bring that saber with and say, you know, take Mm. this back, take back, you know, what it symbolizes, you know, become who you're supposed to be again. Oh, I love that. Put aside the Sith Ranger and become who you're born to be. Uh, Love that idea. Yeah. Yeah, And I certainly don't think this is a specific scene either, but it's fun to kind of hear Owen yelling at him from a distance. You stay away. You stay away. Get off my giant desert lawn. I think that's what's being yelled just off the other side of this poster. Uh, is there anything that you question, dislike, uh, are tortured by in this poster? Tortured by. Uh, he's too small for me. In terms of a, a poster design, it's wonderful. It's what you need it to be. I don't want it to be anything else. But as a Star Wars fan and as an Obi-Wan fan and as a Ewan McGregor fan, I, I don't want to have to keep zooming in. Just show me his beautiful face <laughs> with that beard. Um, I get why. Again, I'm behind the style, the look of the poster. It's great. This is one of the ones that will look great on your wall uh but that's the only thing i saw it and i was like oh hopefully oh no that's all i see of his face i kind of see obi-wan's face and i've just been waiting for so long i'll wait yeah. a little longer but i'm waiting for so long to just see you and not red carpet you and with a beard but like to see him as kenobi i'll just have to wait a little longer yeah no i i understand that uh, frustration and i feel like that is the one of the points <laughs> yeah right no <laughs> no frustrate it, people it, it, on purpose of like god, god just make him bigger <laughs> truly a tease truly a teaser poster truly a tease like how would you feel i don't think it's gonna be it but how would you feel if the next poster is this he's still walking toward us but he's just a little closer i actually would love it in terms of just like oh they're committing to the bit here i respect that. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I continue to be fascinated as you and I uh, get to have a ton of fun discussing uh, Star Wars past and Star Wars present. And there's those discussions that are really powerful in the moment, uh, but then they can kind of become lost to time as, uh, you know, fans find bits of Star Wars that they weren't alive when it first came out or weren't paying attention to Star Wars when it first came out, right? You know, like sometimes I can have the life experience of encountering a Star Wars fan that that didn't know there's a sliver of generation that used to be very mad about Ewoks and that's just like news to people, right? Um, and I feel like we're in one of those moments where uh, the debate that's happening in the present is very understandable, but I think will uh, fade and be forgotten with time. And that's specifically the the too much Tatooine discourse, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I think for me, it's totally understandable that, uh, you know, Book of Boba Fett just came out. Everybody knew that was happening on Tatooine, but I think uh, uh, there uh, there was, people's minds were open of, is the whole show going to be on Tatooine or is Boba mm-hmm. Fett, we even talked about it, is Boba Fett going to be jutting off to Nel Hutta and all these other crime locations across the galaxy? And it turned out, no, we're, we're a lot on Tatooine. Uh, and now I think it's just the way that, it worked best for Disney plus to line up these shows. Uh, Kenobi is at least starting on Tatooine. And I think ultimately in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's not, you know, a thing that is a big deal, but you have to acknowledge that that is a big part of the conversation right now that, you know, on social media, people are like, this poster is great. Can't wait to see you and McGregor. Ugh, Tatooine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Meh, Tatooine. Yeah, great jokes. Well-crafted, well-said out there, all of you. Uh, yeah, and I think you're right, too. You're going to look back and be like, well, what? There was really only two shows. Yes, Mando stops by there. There's really only two shows. Acolyte's not there. Ander's not there. Ahsoka's there. Or, again, those shows touch it. I don't know. But I, I think you're right. Over the uh, When the sands of Tatooine time pass over the conversation, will seem rather silly. Yeah, yeah. But I think a part of it does matter because we're in the present. It's marketing. Uh, it's trying to get people excited. And if it's a distraction, uh, that is something that I think about. So a question I specifically wanted to ask you is um, we did a big breakdown of the just the sizzle reel that they put out. And the sizzle reel has a lot of concept art that to me makes it quite clear that Kenobi starts on Tatooine and then goes lots of other places. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want you know, some of the marketing, be it the inevitable trailer or another poster to make that more clear to kind of get past some of this, uh, you know, is the whole thing going to be Tatooine again conversation? They potentially need it because you're, you're not wrong there, right? I mean, it, it's definitely of the time and it's a pretty powerful talking point for a lot of people right now. And I, I hope that doesn't keep any way, anyone away from this character of Kenobi, even if it was on Tatooine the entire time. But even this poster is him walking away from the twin sons, moving forward, moving, movement, maybe getting out of there. I'm intrigued just as a fan to see how that will work because I've always, I always thought Kenobi in my head just stayed on the desert, but now maybe not. That's not the case. So maybe they do uh, as they also want to introduce, you know, the, the cast and, and and get some promotional material of them out. We will start to see um, where we might be going. And that's exciting, too. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm always on the fence of like, I would love to see as little as possible because I just want this story mm-hmm. to be the story. But I'm also realistic about the world that we live in, that you need to do, uh, you know, really great marketing to get people excited and to bring people to the table. And if some of that marketing is something that makes it clear that we're going to venture off Tatooine, I think it would be great to help us move past this uh, understandable, but, you know, kind of temporary conversation about too much Tatooine. Yeah. 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 
maybe uh, we should Photoshop in like a space bus. And it makes it clear that Obi-Wan is walking towards a, a space bus to get yeah. off of Tatooine in this very poster. Just have those droids that uh, made Mando check all his weapons. Uh, you know, the uh, the Rex droid there. Just, I'm going to need that lightsaber. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can't give this up. That's why he's uh, he's got that uh, lightsaber out. He's checking his baggage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in more ways than one. Well, with that, we are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back to discuss the actual release date that has been revealed along with this awesome poster. Back in a moment. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Welcome back to Force Center Reacts. I'm Ken Knapsack along with Joseph Scrimshaw, and we are talking about the Kenobi teaser poster that was released, but also at the bottom of the poster, Joseph, there's some important information of when we're going to get the show. Let's continue to the discussion here of the Kenobi poster and the release date. Yeah, so the release date is May 25th. Uh, some of us, myself included, had been speculating uh, May 4th, uh, but this is uh, still in that that general strike zone that matches when uh, a lot of the Kenobi books, uh, Kenobi comic books have been announced. So May is just going to be all Kenobi all the time. But the, the date is actually, of course, uh, quite significant uh, because May 25th uh, of 2022 is the 45th anniversary of the release of the original film Star Wars. Uh, it is also the release dates of Return of the Jedi and Solo A Star Wars Story. How do you feel about that just significance of that date? I I love that being the date. May 4th would have been great as well, but now I think you're going to have that uh, Christopher Cantwell written Kenobi series out to kind of really get us all excited, get us all uh, focusing on uh, aspects of Kenobi and Kenobi's life, and it leads wonderfully into this. And that that date is, is I'll say this, uh, Joseph, uh, and maybe back me up or, or push me <laughs> off the ledge here. May 25th is more of an important Star Wars date to me than May 4th. And, uh, and that only is because May 4th, Star Wars Day, was relatively new with the, with the internet and everything. That was not something I spent too much time thinking about or celebrating. Also because I don't like puns and wordplay. So uh, May the 4th was not... <laughs> Did not start out well with me, to be honest. Um, but May 25th, 1977 is the date, man. And this just kind of syncs up because uh, that's Kenobi. And that's, uh, he's key to that movie. Yeah, I, I I have gone on a journey with May the 4th when it just did kind of start as like a Twitter joke uh, based on the, the pun. Uh, and I remember even back in the day, I had some friends who were like very annoyed of like, but May 25th should be Star Wars Day. That's the release date. And they're so close together. Uh, and over time, you know, I think uh, it, it went from just kind of a joke hashtag on social media to a big thing that uh, Lucasfilm gets behind and, yeah. and you know, uh, things are released and people truly celebrate and, and take it as a as a day to really celebrate Star Wars. And I have totally come around to it of like, mm -hmm. hey, silliness is a part of Star Wars, so I, I'm not going to waste my time being grumpy that a celebration of something I love is based on a pun. <laughs> yeah. Many things I love have some shaky foundations. Uh, <laughs> but I have, I still have friends to the day who jokingly describe May 25th as Orthodox Star Wars Day because it is... <laughs> They're traditional. Okay. It is what it, you know. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. To, and, and to be clear, like May 4th now, it's not only doesn't bother me, it's something I enjoy. Yeah, you come around on some stuff there too. You, you, you're like, well, we're working hard to celebrate Star Wars. I'll get behind that. Um, but yeah, May 25th, great date. Yeah, but for me, I think it's it's really cool to have something that puts a little bit more focus on that, you know, actual real world anniversary. I think it is kind of significant to what Star Wars became because it, well, you know, along with Jaws was one of the first like summer blockbusters, right? And for yeah. me, there is uh, that that sort of summer blockbuster schedule has, you know, been decimated uh, partially by, you know, Force Awakens success in December. Yeah. Uh, but to me, I think maybe it's a bit of nostalgia for my own uh, childhood when summer was when exciting things happened mm -hmm. <laughs> that that has a sort of spirit that that time when you're in spring, where you're about to launch into summer has this sort of spirit of let's go on an adventure uh, I like it when Star Wars things are released that day. It didn't end up working out well for Solo on a financial level. <laughs> yeah. 
but I liked it on sort of like an emotional level because Solo is such a like let's it got big serious themes, but such as a sense of like fun and adventure. It's such a mm. fun summer movie that if I saw that when I was a kid, I would just be like, great. Now I want to ride my bike and pretend it's a Falcon, <laughs> you know, that energy to it. Um, yeah. And then the, the fact that this show, Obi-Wan Kenobi, is uh, it has such roots in the very first film. So mm -hmm. it feels so right of like, yeah, when you see, you know, uh, Alec Guinness uh, living in that hut and being like, finally, <laughs> finally time to train Luke and get off this rock in, in inviting for 45 years, imagining this series. It feels so right. Yeah, no, I, I feel as though we're going to get um, not answers, but some new context of some of the stuff Kenobi was saying in New Hope and, or, or just have a little more weight to it. And we already have a lot of weight to it, I think, because of the Kenobi content we continue to get in prequels and Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, so I, I think it all it all works out pretty well for that date. And no disrespect to May 4th, but we'll probably get a good, good comic book run uh, around that time. So it's going to be good. Yeah, in that it, it might also be to kind of clear the decks because maybe something else will be announced or some larger thing on on May the 4th. Yeah, and look, and there's a lot of talk, too, around, you know, when Moon Knight ends, and that's been part of the business side of the discussion, which you need to have because it is uh, it is a business <laughs> that they're uh, doing right there. So, you know, and then big wonder, will Marvel and Disney have shows run at the same time? Will Star Wars, excuse me, Marvel and Star Wars, will Star Wars have shows run at the same time? Like, uh, even our good friend Brian Ward uh, tweeted out, could you fit Bad Batch between the, we got enough time, <laughs> right? Bad Batch. Um, uh, and I love those kind of conversations. The business side of it is interesting to me, but uh, not where I stop for sure it is you know unknown country it is unexplored uh, frontier of how to schedule uh these streaming shows particularly the big ip of uh of star wars and marvel both uh so they don't take focus from one from themselves and so yeah. they don't take focus from one another and so far they have done the dance of like oops whoops hawkeye and boba fett were gonna overlap so we'll just <laughs> we'll just yeah. uh, pull hawkeye up a little bit and leave boba his room yeah. uh, that is a fascinating part of the dance yeah, and it's look, it's it's significant uh, to be sure. Like uh, we mentioned Solo and, and and a lot of the conversations around that, we know it's like it was so close to to Avengers End Endgame and the stories we heard of you know you you couldn't put Solo merch up at Target because uh, by contract they needed the Marvel stuff to stick around. Like that's all. It's legitimate to wonder, you know, will they ever exist at the same time on schedules? Um, and and maybe one day they will, but I I just don't know if we're there yet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is a fascinating dance to watch. Uh, but this date also has a little bit of significance uh, for Star Wars fans because it is the day before the multi-day convention Star Wars celebration in Anaheim. Um, how do you feel about that? Uh, and what do you think that means for the programming at the actual Star Wars celebration? Well, before we even get to that, you are going to see a large amount of Star Wars pundits and content creators trying to find ways to film in airports and hotel lobbies. <laughs> and I'm just thrilled for that. Um, Joseph and I will we'll just say it, we're in a good fortunate position where we could probably watch, record, and get in our car and drive an hour south and still check into our hotels just fine so i uh, i feel sorry for those i even text uh, alex and, and molly yesterday like what are you gonna do you gonna do it in the airport how are you gonna how are you gonna get that video out um it's kind of funny uh so uh um, but in terms of uh, celebration and the programming yeah we're i i like you because the argument the counter to it is hey you could do the first episode at celebration i think that would be 
I'd be fine with that if that was it, right? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't fight that. Um, but the fact that this is where they're going, that just means in theory we'll know. And then the panels, anything there, you can approach it in a little bit of a, a different way of, oh, we can't wait to what you see. We can already discuss what you've seen and talk about and give hints about what's coming. Obviously, I'm not going to spoil things. I'm, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I think it was a win or win situation. Yeah, I yeah, I, I I do feel bad for people who are like, we live in Ohio and we're so excited for Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> and now we're going to be recording on the plane. Uh, yeah, so that, but obviously uh, those of us who are lucky to make it a part of our lives to talk about Star Wars, uh, this uh, show is reaching a lot of people who don't <laughs> yep. uh, have podcasts and video streams about well, Star Wars. Yeah, look, let's be clear. If it was 2019 and you and I were traveling to Chicago, I'd be probably a little grumpy. But uh, content, content. But that's a small part of life. A small part of life, indeed. Um, yeah, you're getting really me. I definitely thought a Kenobi panel is possible to really get people, keep people excited. You know, it'd be, I think, a real fun dance of like we can talk about some things. That first episode is out, and you know, there's a ton of stuff we can't talk about. But the thing that actually really struck me is there's been such discussion of uh, of fans missing seeing things in theater and theaters and. We've gotten a lot of questions sent in about like, hey, would you ever want to just have a a theater showing of the Clone Wars finale or if they're going to play a couple episodes of, of Mandalorian, which ones would you want to see? The idea that it's already been out. So just like there's a panel where maybe maybe people talk to us for 10 minutes, but then it's just watching this first episode with hundreds of other fans in feeling that live energy excitement, the yeah. screaming for Kenobi when he steps onto the screen, you know? Yeah, there, yeah, almost you could have a live, uh, you know, director commentary of different show up there going, and uh, here's this scene, here's that scene, or just what you're saying, too, of just getting to rewatch it again, because clearly you're going to watch it a couple times anyways. Might as well do it with some friends. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's an experience uh, that I miss because we haven't had a, uh, obviously there's been a little hiccup with the movie theaters and, you yeah. know, the deadly virus, uh, but also just with a, a huge move to a lot of IP being on television, uh, I do miss getting to see things uh, in big groups and in cheer for Kenobi. That's all I want, to cheer yeah. for Kenobi. Yeah. Um, I also think that for uh, panels, I think there'd be panels for all the Disney Plus shows anyway. I don't think that's surprising. I think there'll be right, right, right. a big hype about Andor and The Acolyte and Mando Season 3 and Ahsoka. But I wonder also if there might be a focus at Star Wars Celebration of announcing more Disney Plus shows uh, or confirming a ton of details. Like Lando's one of the ones that's like, we said we're going to do this, but we don't know a lot. Uh, there's mm -hmm. a lot confirmed. So maybe a big, hey, we're we're uh, lifting the platter off of <laughs> yeah. the top off of the Lando platter and, and showing you the dish that we're creating. Or just like a what's, what's coming kind of announcement. Because I think that the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is obviously going to draw in, in fans to Disney+. Plus, But it, I think that they know that it's going to draw in lots of people. Uh, and I think that they want to have the the conversation of like, don't just subscribe for two months and, and back out. Stay forever. Why would you ever cancel your subscription and briefly subscribe to HBO Max and then come back? Stay forever because look at everything, you know? 
You're making a great reference, intentional or not, to uh, the Commodore 64 game, uh, Impossible Mission, where that where that's how it started with stay forever, stay <laughs> forever. Uh, love that. Um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I, I want that. I want to, you know, here's Leslie Headland to talk about the accolade. Finally, she can say something uh, a little bit more Lando indeed. You didn't even know this was coming, but we do have the story of Jack Porkins' youth. We got it. <laughs> uh, I, wa- I want all of that there, too. And, and another fun thing, too. Reminded of, uh, I think it was Game of Thrones Season 7, the way Comic-Con lined up that year, uh, it was a weird spot because they had moved the release date of the show. It used to be during April, springtime, and it was a little bit later. It was during the first two episodes of Season 7 had already been out. So the Comic-Con stuff, not even just the panels, but even the marketing material, was able to have fun with things we all knew from that season at that time. Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit of a different experience versus some of the like I used to some of those Game of Thrones panels at Hall H. Quite frankly, were boring because they couldn't say anything. <laughs> I remember Natalie Dormer just going, "You know, I'm not going to say anything. Why are you asking? <laughs> like, just I can't say anything." And so season seven had a little bit of, "Oh, we already got a couple little moments. We got uh, Danny returning to Dragonstone." We and, and you were, I just remember as a Game of Thrones time being being having a lot of fun with that. And so maybe with Kenobi, if we get one episode in, you're going to be so excited. You get to celebration and you're going to go to a panel or maybe a display and be like, oh, that's that thing I saw in the episode already. And that's great. So I think that's another thing I kind of like about the decision. Yeah, yeah. I think it's got to be a very, very mindful choice uh, that it's going to relate with the um, the convention, because I, I do think that the convention is obviously it is for, you know, uh, pretty intense fans. Uh, that's who's, you know, generally going to go to it. Uh, but I also think they're really trying to build it up that it's it's like what Comic-Con has become, which, you know, Comic-Con is is many things. But one of the things it is is a giant uh, press conference, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> a multi-day uh, press conference with cosplay. So I do think that the fact that Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader, Ewan McGregor, one of Disney Plus's great chances to hook uh, more casual fans. I think they're going to use the convention mindfully as, uh, you know, fun for the fans who are physically there, but also as a press release to the rest of the world. Uh, yeah, as, yeah, absolutely. So uh, any other thoughts on the poster itself, the release date, any general uh, thoughts about the Kenobi show that is slowly marching toward us across the desert (laughs) um it's that it's real and that it's here uh we talked a lot in the uh uh, news and cues last uh last week uh even with uh, i put my jokey millhouse inspired uh, title everything's coming up kenobi because (laughs) we're there and as star wars fans who you know all of us who are like wow they can't believe this this is happening not just the Disney sale, but the Force Awakens. It's just like I've said before, but like I didn't think any of this was happening, and 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 to to know that after much rumors and a failed movie, and he rock walked the red carpet for a reason. Did you see his beard? Now it's not just that we know it's happening, and that's a fun spot to be in as a Star Wars fan. I always say the the best Star Wars is the Star Wars you've yet to see because there's so many new things to learn and connect with and fall in love with all over again, and and to get this poster, a beautiful poster. Even if he, even if he's tiny, and I don't see his beautiful beard up close, <laughs> it's there. It's real, and uh, here we go. Season of Kenobi. Yeah, we're gonna see that beard. We're gonna see all the sand in that beard. It's gonna be great. Yeah, this has been such a journey uh, from just wild speculation after the purchase, right? Of like yep. one of the things they could do. Would they ever do this? Could they ever do this? And then all of the rumors and all of the uh, beards on red carpet. I gotta find mm. that 
clip I love. I can't remember what award show it was, but Ewan McGregor won an award and he's doing that post interview and people are asking him about Kenobi and he he changes the subject to the mint that he shouldn't have put in his <laughs> mouth before answering a question. Just like total expert evasion going all the way to just his relief uh, when mm. it was announced to be able to say, you know, ask me if I'm going to be playing Kenobi. Yes. You know, <laughs> it's been such a journey. And, and for me on this sort of... um the list of like, all right, what are the things that have felt impossible in the world of pop culture that I would absolutely love to have happen? Yeah, mm. uh, I would love Twin Peaks to come back. I would love uh, Axel Slash and Duff from Guns N' Roses to make up and go on tour. Uh, this was like on that that list for me that like, uh, just like, could the, uh, probably not, uh, probably never. I should accept the loss. This is like up there for me of Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi again. I have a lot of hopes for the show. I know there's going to be a lot of uh, passions are going to run high. Opinions are going to be strong. It's going to be a, you know, a, a very active discussion. But I was trying to in encapsulate, you know, I have high expectations and high hopes, but I was trying to capture why I'm excited about it at the most core. And Ken, I realized mm. that I've already had this conversation <laughs> back in like 2004, 2005, before Revenge of the Sith came out. And I had, you know, lots of friends who were up and down on the prequels, mostly down. But then the trailer came out and you can all be, you know, screaming, you were the chosen one. And like, ah, oh, I think it's got me again, but it's it's not going to be good. Are, are you excited for Revenge of the Sith? <laughs> and I kept saying, like, here's what I know about Revenge of the Sith. Ewan McGregor is going to have to play an emotionally conflicted Obi-Wan Kenobi and then he's also going to have cool lightsaber fights. And how could that possibly not be good? <laughs> if nothing else is good, amazing actor Ewan McGregor is going to be emotionally uh, torn up Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he's going to have awesome lightsaber fights. So I feel just like I did all those years ago that I'm so excited to see Ewan McGregor take on this role, both the emotional depth and the damn cool lightsaber fighting. Uh, so I think it's going to work out for me. I think it is. And like you always uh, uh, say here, it's it's old and new. And, and you go back to those feelings then and you're going to learn a ton of new things about it now. That's a great way to uh, just uh, approach Star Wars. And again, yeah, you and the beard, the lightsaber. Let's do it. A thing of beauty. A thing of beauty. So you want to let uh, people know uh, where they can find us? Yeah, thank you for listening to this Force Center Reacts as we dive into the Obi-Wan Kenobi series a teaser, a poster, and the release date. Not quite a full-on sizzler, which now I want to go and get some cheese <laughs> toast. Uh, we are uh, on Twitter at Force Center Pod. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube as well. You can like our Facebook page at Force Center Podcast. You can get merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center, including our Speculate Responsibly shirt, perfect to wear in these times. Also, uh, if you'd like, you can get an audiobook on us by going to audibletrial.com slash Force Center. For uh, the last uh, 10 weeks or so, we've been working on a wonderful series exclusively for the companion called Databank Dive. If you want to hear that, where Joseph and I dive into a specific fun little thing in Star Wars, uh, head on over to the companion and uh, sign up to hear that. You can also support us directly at patreon.com slash Center. Uh, you uh, can follow me if you'd like at Ken Napsuck and my beard. It's not quite Kenobi, <laughs> but it's definitely got a lot of sand in it. Or you can go to my website, kennapsuck.com. Joseph, where can they go for you? 
Yeah, you can find me on all the social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok as Joseph Scrimshaw, at Joseph Scrimshaw. And you can check out my website that has pictures of when I had a beard. Uh, my website is josephsgrimshaw.com. There you go, everybody. So for the sands of Tatooine, moving and blowing and pushing and getting Kenobi out of his hut and onto a new adventure, this has been Forsaken Reacts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.